Warning, this show is rated M for melanin. There are people who are making decisions about what is available to us and what is not. You know, if, and, and to think that that is not happening is just naive. Welcome to Blacklight, the podcast that keeps it light while talking blackness. We're your hosts, Sheldon, Jason, Warren, and Julian. We're here to cast blackness in a new light from a fresh, finessed perspective. Every episode, we examine a social issue or current event through an unapologetically black lens. The show exists because in today's media climate, the experiences and perspectives of color are often unseen or overlooked. We wanted a place to share stories of black people, by black people, for all people. This is that place. This is Blacklight. All right, fellas, what are we uh, what are we talking about today, Jason? It's always me, damn it. But no. <laughs> so today was sparked by a conversation that we sort of had off the cuff a few weeks ago that we, we were going to record an episode and we were going to lay it out. But we were like, you know what? This subject matter deserves uh, a little bit more than we gave it at the at the time. So um, and it's about really about COVID, about vaccine, like all that, you know, all that stuff that's sort of been going on for the last couple of years. And it sparked from a conversation that um, I think I want to say Sheldon had with 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 somebody. We're not going to mention his name, but a dear friend of the show. We'll we'll just say it like that. Um, And and I'll let you sort of take it away from there. But yeah, it sparked from a, a conversation you guys were having about vaccines. Wow. Well, that kind of opens it up to a lot because I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of people, but I think I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I think in in general, I, I, I'm going to open up the conversation and just talk about sort of the way that things have happened over the past year, year and a half, and then sort of the way that things have changed. Um, Jason, I know that you and I, I think we had talked a little bit about sort of from uh, different opinions, I guess, or some different approaches sort of to like kind of things that have happened with COVID. And um, like, I think for me, like a good example is like when the vaccine first became available, like I was a little hesitant about that. And so I was like, "Mm," I wasn't really pressed. I would say to like go and get like vaccinated immediately. Look at man, he's acting like this is not true. Uh, But it is. (laughs) He's like, nah, he he thinks that I was like some anti-vaxxer. I was just super hesitant. waiting for you to tell the truth, Mm -hmm. Sheldon. But no, continue, sir. No, I definitely had my my hesitations and my doubts, but I wasn't telling people, hey, don't get vaccinated or don't do this. This isn't, you know, this isn't smart. Um, So that was one of the things. And um, it certainly helped over the the past year one to just kind of pay attention and, and, and listen, I think. Um, you had mentioned something about everybody or folks getting their, their doctorate from uh, Facebook university <laughs> and oh, yeah. every, every, everybody over the past year has become a, you know, a, a medical expert in some way, shape or form. They can tell you about how viruses and uh, mutate and do all this other crazy stuff. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so, you know, for me, I just try to keep an open mind and, but at the same time, just pay attention and be willing to update the information, which has been a little bit challenging, but. Okay. That was cute. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to really get into it. So this actually stems from a conversation. Oh, and, we're, you know, this is the year of the truth, Sheldon. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've talked about this. Yeah. But no, like, so Sheldon and I actually, you know what? It was on a uh, photo shoot that we did a few years. Uh, how many months ago was that? It wasn't like like in the mid, it was in the mix of COVID, but it wasn't like it was it wasn't really was that the one in like DC months ago the one where you and uh, uh, Jason and Sheldon broke off uh, to to do a photo shoot for their own podcast no 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 not that one no oh, the okay. one that the four of us did like when we um, yeah we, you know the the one that all four of us did with with Shane and you know was all the it, portraits for progress thing yeah 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 and we mm-hmm. hadn't seen each other in a long time and you had just come back mm-hmm. from Florida yes and again this was. Man, this was like eight months ago. So mm-hmm. a lot of stuff we know <laughs> back then. I'm gonna uh-huh. give you some cover. You know, I'm not gonna <laughs> oh totally throw you under the bus before I throw you under the bus. Okay, so I had just come back from Florida yes. and I was telling people not to get vaccinated, is what you're saying. No, I mean, okay. You were okay. I'm not gonna say so when we had the oh initial conversation, God. we I, I called you an anti-vaxxer, which you are absolutely not. You are not an anti-vaxxer. It, in my mind, it's just funnier to, to think of you that way. But I guess what, that's what I have to ask is like, what is your definition of an anti-vaxxer? Like, well, I'm certainly somebody who says like, uh, make sure that you research, make sure that you uh, like have a, some understanding of, of science and, and medicine. I'm not going to be the person that says, just trust whatever somebody says and just do it. If true, that makes yeah. me an anti-vaxxer, then that's certainly closer to that than, yeah. you know, somebody who just says, Hey, they said do it. I sh- I'm gonna do it. Like that's that was. But when yeah. people say like do your own research, like nine, my opinion, I feel like ninety percent of people don't do anything. <laughs> like like they'll that. they'll go to a sort and, and some people are different. Like you are different. Um, I was talking to a good, but actually a, a real you know friend of the show, Jamal, mm-hmm. uh, knows a lot about this stuff. We don't always agree with all the stuff, but he he does you know take it from like a scientific point of view, but I feel like 90%, like for instance, Nicki Minaj, right? She made the news, eh, she blew Twitter up for like a full 24 hours saying that her cousin, friends, boyfriend, cousin, mom, sister, aunt, uncle had uh, the COVID vaccine and they're like balls enlarged and you know, it was this like big Twitter thing and her thing was like, oh, well, I'm going to, you know, do the research and it's like, mm-hmm. no, goddamn it. There is there is no more research to be done. The research has been done. Like I, I can see like getting more like I don't know shit about vaccines for real. Mm-hmm. You know, I just sort of trust certain organizations and some people don't have that trust. I I totally get and understand that, but people say they're gonna do their, you know, their wow. research. Well, that's, 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 that's coming bullshit. back from that that doctor from Facebook University. I would say <laughs> some people do genuinely have a genuine curiosity and want to learn and, and grow. But I, I understand what you're saying when you mean or when you're saying that people will use that as a defense mechanism. They'll be like, oh, I'm going to do my own research. Or I do independent this or whatever. I don't trust you know doctors. I have to do my own thing. What they're really saying is I don't want to do this because somebody else is telling me to do that. Mm-hmm. Or, you yep. know, I, yep. I don't I don't know. And so I'm going to pretend like other people don't know as well. Um, so I think that p- that can be a dangerous place to be. Uh, but I don't feel like I've ever been in that place. I think especially coming off the heels of, of kind of things that had happened in 2020, there was certainly some hesitance and in, in, in distrust just like about the government and stuff like that, man. Like in terms of things that were going on. And I was like, man, let me just chill out for a second. Plus for me, and I think I said this a number of times, 
is that I live at home. I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I work from home. And so like it wasn't a major priority for me to do it immediately. And that was the difference for me is like, I was like, I don't, I don't feel a rush to like go out and get vaccinated immediately, especially when I'm not familiar with all the information. Then as I became more familiar with the information and I also wanted to do things like see my family and travel, I was like, (laughs) probably get vaccinated, which is what I did. So, yeah. And I think, you know, I, I kind of use the, the PS5 analogy at the time. I, I think both of us were on the same wavelength with that. It was just like, eh, you know, the first couple of, you know, it was like oh, the first man. couple of PS5s, first couple of Xboxes, a little janky, they may explode. So, yeah. you know, I'm like, ah, I'll just wait till the first kind of wave goes on and, you know, then I'll get mine. I, I know I definitely involved in that. I, I didn't. I didn't think I was going to get the vaccine for a minute, but, you know, it's... Mm-hmm. people didn't explode or anything like that. I felt mm-hmm. a little bit more comfortable. I learned a little bit more about it. And I just, I don't know. It's just like kind of what you said. I wanted to start to get back to normal life, like going outside and interacting with other adults that don't live in my house <laughs> who I interact with all the time, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. I think what we're talking about with vaccines is basically just a bunch of scary stuff that no one understands. You know, and people are talking about it changing who you are down to your DNA. And no one understands whether or not that's a normal process or not a normal process. Like, is your DNA today the same as it was when you were a kid? Do you know the answer to that question? I don't know the answer to that question. So maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But, you know, there's all of these like little thoughts that we have on how things work that we've never researched. And mm-hmm. so when someone says, oh, it changes your DNA, uh, which is untrue. Yes. Uh, but someone says something like that, you're like, well, well, that sounds bad. And, mm-hmm. and that's, just a, that's just a feeling that you have because, because it sounds a certain way and it sounds a little scary and you don't actually understand what it means. And then you type into Google, hey, you know, uh, COVID changes your DNA and then you get information that supports what you just found out so it makes you more scared right hmm. there none of that is research right that's not systematic research in any way that's just doing a little bit of searching <laughs> right it's <laughs> right? just looking into something it's <laughs> just looking into something right i i think I think that's what 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 I hear when I hear someone say, uh, "Oh, do your own research." Is uh, I don't understand what's going on, so I'm passing the buck off to you, and and you should find someone that you find credible to to believe, and it probably will lead you to exactly what I think, mm-hmm. which is you know a certain way, right? Right. But that person can't explain why they feel a certain way because they don't have actually the information to back up that thing. Now, I do believe that everyone should do a little bit of searching and find people they think are credible and then go in that direction. We do that with everything. We go and look up reviews on movies. We go and look up reviews on cars. We, you know, we do that for everything else. Why wouldn't we do that for something like this vaccine? But you also don't go to like, I don't know, gunnuts.com to see if you should buy a Toyota Corolla. 
yeah. right? Like, right, right. you you want to let's let's go talk to the people that I don't know make cars and right. and vet this car and see if it's see you if know, it's go a good to car. Your weed dealer and ask them like, oh, should I get this surgery or not? Like they they are Jason. Not. Nobody has a weed dealer anymore. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Cody's not anyway, um, but yeah, allegedly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. You just you you don't go to people that are not credible in their in that area to figure out whether or not uh, something is true or false. I would I will I want to know from the people that are experts what I should do. Mm-hmm. And so when I was looking at whether or not the vaccine was safe. And when I was looking at whether or not I wanted to get the vaccine early and, and you know, how that felt for me, I was trying to find as many expert level people that have dealt with pandemics, that have dealt with epidemics, that have understood uh, vaccine production, that are, are laying out like how this vaccine was produced. And, and I looked at all that and I said, well, great, this is a lot of really smart people with a lot of confidence in this situation and it's affecting the world. So sounds like as long as the first wave of people don't start growing third arms real quick, I'll probably get the vaccine. And so that's what I did. I mean, as soon as I could get it, I got it because I, at that point trusted it. Now I understand people not trusting it right away, but I think there should be some sort of threshold for you to like, if you don't want to get it right now, or you don't believe it's effective, there should be a threshold for the amount of evidence that someone needs to give you to make you feel comfortable to get it. So if you just like, don't ever think that you should get it, that's, that to me is like a belief system and not actually based in any sort of fact, right? Uh, If you have a belief that vaccines are bad, I don't need to talk to you about evidence. Uh, we don't need to talk about science. You don't you, care. I'm, I'm mm. never going to convince you. You'll keep you. moving the it's, football further and further, further right. away. You'll never we, kick we shouldn't it. even have that conversation. Mm. Uh, we should just have the conversation of, oh, that's what you believe? Cool. I'll, I'll, Stay away from I'll be, me. I'll be over here so that I don't get measles or polio or, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. Uh, but if if you say, empirically, I don't have enough evidence to decide that I should get this vaccine yet, there should be a level of evidence or a uh, a way that I can show evidence to suggest that the vaccine is acceptable to get. And and if I if I counter all of the claims with enough evidence, it should make it so that you feel comfortable to get the vaccine. If it's not that way, then maybe you should look and see whether or not it's a belief that you have and not just an evidentiary requirement. You know, one, one of the things that I've really seen ever since the the vaccine became an actual thing and became available to the public is, I mean, we talk about the doctorate program on Facebook university. Uh, It's that whole, that whole model that they have of, you know, the loudest, the most vocal person, you know, is, is who's going to get all these views and all these reactions. And, you know, you see all these, um, acquaintances, some are friends, but you see these people on Facebook who are known contrarians and they are just like loud and proud about, you know, everything that has to go with the, uh, has to go along with any kind of evidence that 
supports the efficacy of the uh, of the vaccine. And I think it's I think it's sad, and I think this is one of the more recent. I mean, we we have examples over the years, but this is probably one of the most recent examples of how being a contrarian can be deadly in a lot of cases. You know, and so you really have to just to, you know echo what you were saying, Warren. I think I think you really gotta know what your source is and you know believe it to be a trusted source and what so you know one of the things that that really bothers me about what um the, i guess a criticism of the vaccine is that it was developed too fast you know which you know the first plausible actual you know reason for that is because like well we, we all know that fda um, had people to test out different uh vaccines and um, instead of it taking six to you know five to seven years, they put all their resources on this one issue, right? Because it was you know had the potential to kill billions of millions of people. So to me, that's the first thing. It's like, well, you know, so that that's the answer to that. But then it's just like, well, would people prefer that we just kind of go through the normal, like treat it like it's like the common cold or something and just, you know, put it through these long bureaucratic trials in five to six years, we may have a vaccine. Like, I don't know. It's like weird when people say that we developed it too fast. I'm like, well, did you mm-hmm. want it to develop slower to kill more people? Like what, what is the end game with yeah. that? Like it's, you can't have one without the other. You can't have one without the other. You can't be like, Oh yeah, you guys are, you know, developing it too fast you know, and, and not have people quarantine, you know, and, and I mean, it's, a, it was a suggested quarantine and I'm sure we'll get to, uh, you know, mandates and, and, you know, a little bit later, but you know, when you say, oh yeah, you know, uh, take it easy on, uh, the, the resources to produce a vaccine, but yeah, go ahead out and go play and, and, you know, go be around people and forget wearing a mask, you know, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it seems unrealistic to me. Uh, you know, I don't know what logic set people are operating from, who support that, but yeah. You know. I think that gets toward the belief system again. Right. Because mm-hmm. they believe that uh, you know, this thing is gonna change them in a way that they don't want to be changed. And they also believe uh, this is me speaking very generally, but that someone else is looking out for them, uh, and that wouldn't let bad things happen to them because of their belief system. And that's that's a, a big generalization. All the silent head shaking. Right. Like, I'm sure right, that's right. going to just come through on the on the recording. We're all just nodding, like yeah, mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm nodding, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we ta- we we talked about this a little bit um, in a prior recording, as Jason mentioned. But one of the questions, and I'm always intrigued by the answers they have, and perhaps the last time that we discussed this, there might have been some new uh, answers to this. But what are some of the wildest excuses that you've heard for people not wanting to get the vaccine um to me it's the the 5g thing which doesn't <laughs> fucking make sense like the government I forgot about is the 5g it's put, <laughs> putting this in your body and it's just you know yeah, microchipping not, you. you know we're not even gonna mention the fucking cell phone that literally every person has and documents their entire life on no that's we're not looking at that thing we're looking at a vaccine to me that's like the wildest dumbest Sorry if I'm hurting your feelings and you believe that. That shit's stupid. 
the same people that are saying that are like turning on their location sharing uh, <laughs> like always on for for like Chinese game apps. <laughs> They're like, I want to play. I want to play uh, ball breakout. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can have my location. You want to share all my photos? Great. Here you go. <laughs> right. And, and spoiler alert, the government already knows all of that shit. Because, <laughs> again, you give it away for free and the government pays for it. And they already know that shit. And you're not important enough for somebody to come get you. Just I think a lot of this is just arrogance. It's just like, well, the government's out to get the nigga. You work mm-hmm. at McDonald's. Like, come on. Like, n- uh-huh. nobody's really trying to spy on you to, to, to get something out of you. Probably not you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And that's basically what I tell people when we're talking about uh, IT security. In also, like I say, as long as you're basically more safe than the next person, you're more or less safe. Like, if you have strong passwords, good job. You did it, right? <laughs> and, like, you have you unique passwords for, for, like, each of the, the websites that you have. You you did it. Great job. Fantastic. <laughs> you don't need, a, a like, a key fob, two-factor auth device that, you know, you have to plug into your computer to even turn it on and have, uh, you know, three or four multi-factor uh, auth ways to get into your bank account. Like, that's... That's for people that have uh, hundreds of millions of dollars, uh, or yeah, like, like Jason, pretty much. Yeah, you know, like Jason. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna come home with his kids kidnapped after we say that. <laughs> <Hope I'm not. laughs> yeah. Well, to but sort it, of add to the conversation a little bit, and and sort of not necessarily to play devil's advocate, Jason, but just to add some context, I think. Yeah. So, in terms of people saying that they need to take time for the vaccine. Like it, it came out too quickly. Like you sort of gave, you sort of gave an example of that, you know, that fear of being an early adopter. And I think that there is, there is a case for that in terms of somebody saying, if again, we have to assume that most folks, all of us really are coming from a place of a non-medical background, right? And even if you work in a hospital, this does not make you an expert on vaccines yeah. and all this. It, even you know, if you're a doctor, it yeah. doesn't make you an expert yeah, on vaccines. Nurse, right. No, right. it doesn't. So it's Sorry. like, it's just yeah. hard to, you know, put all that into context. But as far as, um, you know, people being hesitant about that, I can understand like, if the only thing that we have ever had to go off of is previous trials for vaccines, you would say, wow, it typically takes somewhere in the range of three to five years or something like that to, you know, to conduct appropriate testing and everything else to make sure that a vaccine is, you know, has got the correct efficacy, that it's safe and all this other good stuff. And then for this, you know, global pandemic to happen, people to barely have an idea of what it is and what's happening and how dangerous it is. And then in less than a year, you know, the medical community is coming out saying, actually, we've got a vaccine for this thing. Yeah. So I can understand where people yeah. would just be hesitant about like, this is just a departure from what we've seen in the past. Yeah. And I think it did take some time for people to be like, okay, here's what happened. We realized that this is not normal. We have got to put all of our resources into this and, and we've got to make sure that we, we, we get ahead of this if we can. Yeah. And I think so, because that, that, that makes sense to me, man. When people come out with stuff, it's like it is it's human nature to be hesitant, be like, what is that? 
Yeah, yeah no. So that's I, but that's different from also, being like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to get the vaccine because I think that it's going to make it so I can't have kids. You know, that's just you heard something and you you're holding on to that now. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> are, do you really truly believe that everyone who has got like? Because that's what I I heard people say that I'm, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I was asking something. Like, so do you everyone really that think got the COVID, that, right? You think everyone who got kids. the vaccine is now sterile? Like, right. what are you talking about? Like, that's the thing about conspiracy. What is the end game? Right. What would be the end game of making a planet not, like, a, a population of people not be able to have kids? Like, right. what is the end game in that? Well, that actually might not be a bad idea, but that's another discussion oh, for that's oh, another yeah. discussion for another day. Yeah. We want to talk about population and control, I, but I don't know if we're ready for that. And Sheldon, <laughs> I, I think it's also the, the messaging, you know, that, that's why it, it pays to have good governance and, and, um, and, 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 and great communication. Um, Which we were sorely it. lacking, you know, uh, from uh, the previous administration. Well, yeah, because, you know, it again, like COVID has been around, like it was discovered back in the 60s. It's like a variation of like that's COVID has been around, not the strand that's killing everybody, you know, you know that's affecting everybody. But we've known <laughs> no, about you, COVID. No, you said it right for. <laughs> yeah, we we've known about scientists, not us, the general public. Scientists yeah. have known about this, so that's where they were able to um, develop a vaccine so fast. But that got lost in the messaging. It was just like you know, it, it became a political tribal issue from the yeah. jump. Yeah, I mean, I could see some of that experiment, the, 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 the atmosphere at the time. I mean, if you think about it, just uh, just from a, a practice of, of medicine in, in general, and this is not to, to speak ill against, you know, doctors, nurses, people who have, you know, taken an oath to first do no harm. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's not what I'm referring to. What I'm talking about is, you know, the familiarity with uh, basically like pay to play, you know, profit over health. Mm -hmm. Um, those type of things where it's like, and then you, then, then stuff starts to like, I'm not saying you've got a whole picture there, but you've got enough to get somebody to be like, "Mm, I'm not so sure about that. Like for instance, if like, if you've ever been to the doctor and they prescribe you something like you're like, ah, this isn't right. And they prescribe you something. You're like, "Mm, I don't know if I need that. And they're like, yeah, why don't you go ahead and just start taking it. And then the next thing you know, they've got you taking something and you're just taking this medication Mm. and you're not really sure if it makes you better or worse. And there's some other side effects that don't really help. And then but people are like, but just trust doctors and trust medicine. If you've ever had something like that happen to you, I can understand why if somebody said, we just came out with this new vaccine, man, just go ahead and put this shit in your arm. <laughs> you know, you're going to be like, mm, I don't know about that. And so now as far as I will say this, Jason, as far as my my views on on Western medicine in general are one, we have some of the just the, the best doctors, best medicine that that are available but at the same time, there's a lot of money and profit that's involved with that. And so we should always be asking questions. We should always be looking to follow the money when it comes to medicine because there are people who are making decisions about what is available to us and what is not. You know, if, yeah. and, and to think that that is not happening is just naive. Yeah. Like if you've, if you've never been in a meeting, if you've never been in a boardroom, if you've never – like this is what – people have to make these decisions. You know, and so like they and we think, oh, it's for the greater good. And it maybe sometimes it is, but sometimes it's for profit. And I think so it's not to just discount completely what people say about like um, a healthy distrust of authority or or people telling you what you should do. Like, I think that we should be clear that that is that is healthy skepticism. But I think when the overwhelming evidence comes out and says, hey, this is best for you and for everyone else. You've got, like Warren said, you've got to be open to that. There has to be a threshold there where you say, 
The reason that I'm not getting the vaccine is because I haven't seen enough evidence to show me that it's either effective enough or that it's, you know, that if I get a get COVID that I'm going to be harmed by this or this, that, and the third. And then you should be able to go ahead and test each and every one of those. <laughs> and at some point there's going to be a breaking point. <laughs> but what about Tuskegee though? Oh, uh, see, there so, you go. But, and, and so that's, but can now we, we're, can we just discuss that? Let's real, go for it real quick. That is the lamest fucking false equivalency I have. And and black people say this shit all the time. Stop saying that shit. In that horrible, you know, period in in history, in in our history, it was the the fact that there was medicine for what was was harming them. I believe it was was syphilis. Syphilis, yeah. They didn't treat them and and they gave it to their partners. Like 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 people they use black people as guinea pigs and 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 purposely um, spread a disease to to try to test it. This is the total fucking opposite of what happened in Tuskegee. Like we have what will make you better. It's not like we're withholding it. Mm. We have the the thing that will will cure it. What you're saying, what you're saying is, is they're giving it to white people too, so it's it's good, it's safe. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they they going to give it to the president, and if it's it's not, it's, it's faulty, it, and so, you know, come on now. For anybody that doesn't know, the Tuskegee syphilis study was a study of like 600 impoverished black sharecroppers. And 400 of them had uh, latent syphilis and 200 of them didn't. And those men were promised free medical care for their participation in the study. And they were told that they were going to, you know, treat what they had, right? Uh, And the experiment was supposed to last six months. uh, And they didn't treat them at all. Uh, and they studied the effect of syphilis yeah. for the next 40 years on these men. Yeah. Uh, and it was finally ended in the 1970s. 70s, that's right. And, yeah. and untreated, yeah. I think, syphilis, um, some of the men went blind. Um, a lot of them it's, gave it's it to horrible. their wives. And then mm-hmm. they had syphilis. And then you had birth defects from their kids. So it, it wasn't just like a one-off. It was like a generational you know, horror mm-hmm. that we, you know, this is what the Nazis did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also what we did. Um, and how so, do you, now, how do you encourage people to move past that? Because it sounds like you're so, both trying to do that, but you can also, you like you have an, you're empathetic about understanding why people could feel that way. Well, so here's I the belief system why again. people in general, why I sort of understand why our community is hesitant about certain things that the government's like, you know, big brother, I'm here to help because usually we're not here to fucking help. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that's true in like policing and the law and and a lot of other things. Um, And even in medical practices, um, uh, uh, there was a a recent study done that um, doctors in general, um, when, when mothers are giving birth, don't believe that black women are as much pain as opposed to a white woman. So they're, they're yeah, shit Dude, They have a higher it's pain threshold. Yeah. But we need to focus on that shit, like the real shit, like shit like this, like a vaccine, just like smallpox and uh, uh, measles, shit like that is not a part of that. Like, I, I understand how people can get it. So it's like, oh, you you know, you're just giving me this thing and I, this is, you know, X, Y, and Z is going to happen. And, you know, I I sort of get it, but this is a completely different example eh, of that. I, 
I I get it. Situation I, of I, that. I, I don't necessarily think it's different because for me to think it was different, I would have to know that this vaccine, the population that they tested this vaccine on, wasn't just a bunch of white people. Because if they just tested it on a bunch of white people, we don't know what it does to black people. Uh, if you've ever seen or, or look, looked up uh, a wiki on uh, a certain disease and like what it looks like on the body, all of the pictures that you see on online and in mm. textbooks are all white people, right? Like, you, say, oh, this is what chickenpox looks like on a white person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't show what chickenpox looks like on a black person. So what does it look like, right? Like, oh, did we test this stuff on black people? Do we know what the effects are of this vaccine on different groups of people? Uh, are they different? Maybe they're not. Maybe they are, right? And mm-hmm. and if you don't trust the medical establishment to be cognizant of the fact that you feel the same pain as somebody else, hmm. why would you even think that they've bothered to test something on uh, a people group such as yours? So with that like mindset, that belief system that you're not being cared for or or taken, you know, someone's taking note of your uh, your people group in the medical industry, I understand the the like the standoffish fear of whatever you just said. I can't take it for granted in any way. Yeah, I don't have that fear in the same way, but I understand that fear. Uh. To any particular individual, I would encourage them to get past that fear. I would never say that to the black populace, because right. I think I think the the government, but you kind of medical have to establishment, that, that mm, mentality those are two is different things killing us. Like, do you? Do yeah, you, hold on. And if you on. use I that can, same, can, if you use do that same way. ideology, why do we, why do black people take uh, a chemo? I mean, like, how how far do we want to go down the rabbit hole? Are, are, like, sure. After a while, it it really. If, I think if people really think about it, I mean, of, of course you can also use the internet, and you know, we have those sources. We didn't have that back in Tuskegee days, but you know, we do have this worldwide web that we, all this information that's readily available. But put that aside, it's just like, well, how far down? And I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. But how far down that mentality, I'm, I'm more talking to that mentality, how far down the rabbit hole are we going to go? What do you trust? Because the government, whether you like it or not, has to approve everything that from the food that you eat, from the drugs that you take, illegal and not legal, from the uh, mascara that you put around your eyes. The government tests all that shit and improves all that shit and, and, and goes through a very thorough process for it to get to you as a consumer, does the government make mistakes? Absolutely. Most of the time they don't, or we would we would be in chaos. So it was just like that mentality really frustrates me because it's just like at what point do we want to cut that off? Like what what are we going to trust? If something I, has a, a history, recent history of success. When are we going to be like, I right, okay, cool. I'm, I'm good with this. I'm good with chemo. I'm good with a vaccine, period. So so a couple things to say that. One, there are a bunch of people that don't take chemo uh, and that and they try. Die. Yeah. They, most yeah. of them die. And, and everybody dies. Yeah. So 
you know, was Come I going to die? That, was that's not, hold on, hold they on. Die, I'm not. I'm but not they giving. They die faster, or they die today, or they die who, who ten we, years who, from now. Who's gonna so, Who's gonna say that that's necessarily exactly what happens? Right, like. Uh, I die today, but uh, my kids get to have the thousands of dollars that I would have spent on chemo, and I would have died in six months anyway. Because the government or the the medical industry doesn't care how much money I spend if they can they can give me one more day to live, and they won't actually give me realistic understandings of of how long I have to live because they want me to fight. They understand that I'm going to spend more money if I fight this, mm-hmm. right? I can. And, and yeah, again, this is not how I feel. The person also has an interest in living. M- maybe. I just said. Most people do want to, like some people are suicide. Most people don't want to suffer. They would, I think there's they, a difference between not suffering and living longer yeah. and wanting to live versus wanting to make sure that the people that uh, you care for are cared for. And so depending on what your main priority is, Chemo might not be the option. Uh, and potentially, uh, you living in pain for the next six months versus you dying peacefully today, one of those might be what you want to do uh, if you have a, a son's wedding to go to in the next two months. Or one of them might be what you want to go to if uh, you don't have any family. Like, maybe one of them doesn't sound as good, right? So so I can't, I can't say what anybody should should do in those situations. I think that's a decision that anyone has to make for themselves. Uh, but I, I, I encourage any individual to take advantage of Western medicine to its fullest extent to have like exceed the, the goals on their lives that they have. I don't think we can say that to black people as a whole because the government and the medical establishment have too much work to do to make black people as a whole whole again, <laughs> right? Like they, another way to say it would be if we, if we go to like black people living in impoverished communities uh, that are crime and drug ridden, right? I would encourage anybody in that community to do whatever they can to get to a, a place in their life where they can be like safe and secure and uh financially and and uh you know living situation wise and that's probably outside that community i don't think the government should be able to say that to like we should we should not be saying that to black people as a whole because black people as a whole weren't put in that situation by themselves right right? like the government put them there so the government has a responsibility to help extricate black people as a whole from living in strictly impoverished communities. So I don't think that black people as a whole are responsible for our distrust of the medical establishment. I think that's the medical establishment and the government's job to fix that for black people as a whole. I think that any particular black person has to take care of themselves. Because they ain't coming. They don't really give a fuck. So what is the answer then, I mean, Jason? Is, is it just to just trust, trust and it, to see what happens? To, we, it, it, to, me, to me, I think it's a thing that we have to, you know, it's a community, us speaking to one another, which has sort of happened with uh, the, the vaccine because um, the vaccine rates for um, African-Americans, um, 
Latino community and, and other were much lower than other communities. And that has increased. And I think that's been a large part of just an information campaign Broadcasting the, the fact community. that one of the you know, vaccine doctors was was a black woman, you know, I, I think things like that help. But you know, mistrust is a thing that yes, it's it's here because of because of white people. <laughs> I'll just say it simply. Um, but you know, it's all, it's affecting our community, so we have to be the ones to. You know, understand that mistrust and, you know, that it's always there, but um, it's really only affecting our community or that individual. So we need to, you know, understand, be more knowledgeable about what's going on, what you're putting in your body, what sources to to trust, what is a little like eh, experimental. I, I think it's up to us to educate ourselves. But that that doesn't that doesn't really happen, though. Yes, like it does. I, I just gave you an example of how it does happen. Like the, the vaccine rates of African-Americans increase because of a targeted um, communication to different populations. And it a targeted increased. ad campaign by the medical establishment to make sure that black people got the vaccine also? Yeah, it worked. <laughs> I don't think it was black people reaching out to black people to get them to get the vaccine. I think the medical establishment was like, Black people are not getting the vaccine because they don't trust us. We need to talk to black people to to make get them targeted. To uh, yeah, Faith try leaders. to target talk black to people. them. Yeah, but this is not this is not us saying to the black community, "Oh, just trust the medical establishment." This has to be the medical establishment coming out and going like, "Hey, let's figure out a way for us to talk to <laughs> you guys." Right? I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily going to happen for the the black community as a whole to go like. Okay, at the next Black Caucus, we'll all get together and and vote on whether or not we like uh, the medical community, and be like, okay, okay, I, it's been it's been fifty years. We'll we'll finally let go of Tuskegee. Right. I don't I don't think that's gonna happen. I think I think it takes inroads from the medical community to show that they are considering Black people consistently, and and things like this COVID vaccine outreach is helpful. You know what's wild is that we we talk about the medical community and the black community as, as almost they're like two different things. And the way that we talk about that so easily is problematic, I think, because there are obviously many, you know, black healthcare workers and black doctors, but I think that speaks to something, you know, bigger, which is that really a lot of the folks at the very, very top, the ones who are making the decisions are not black. So back to sort of your point, Jason, in terms of like, when does this, you know, when do we, you know, sow the seeds of trust, you know, it, it really helps when someone in power looks like you because it's hard. It, it doesn't always mean that they have your best interest at heart. Mm -mm. <coughs> Herman Cain. Clarence Thomas. That's not what skin, it means, skin, but it certainly ball. helps. I mean, think about, and I'm just going to throw some examples out here, but you know, maybe back when you were in school and you had a teacher who was, you know, maybe a, a guy teacher or maybe a black teacher or a teacher who was into something that you were also into. And it, it spurred and it motivated you to want to learn more about something that, you know what, I can I can be this because like I can see that somebody else has already done that. Yeah. I mean, that Absolutely. that's that is pretty common for us as humans. Like we're like, oh, somebody else did it. OK, I'll do it, too. But when we on the other side, it would be like. If you were dating somebody and they were just terrible, cheating on you all the time, fucking your shit up, you know what I mean? And then maybe 
they had a change of heart, things got better, and people are like, look, I know they were bad in the past. I know. Trust me, we saw what they did. Everybody knows. Uh But just give them another chance. You should get back together with them. It's going to be different this time. I promise. (laughs) 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 And it's like, and then, and you can maybe even see that they've made progress. They're growing. They went to therapy. They've done all kinds of stuff. And it's like, but you still going to get back with their ass? Hopefully not. I don't know. (laughs) You know, but there has to be, and I think, Maybe you see that they date somebody else and don't treat them like shit. And then you're like, okay, maybe I can, you know, be okay with this person now. But, you know, you don't invite them back into your house for dinner. Yeah. You know, Are we so still I, talking about that, COVID? No, I'm just playing. I know that analogy <laughs> ran a little long. But the no, idea no, no, is it was just, fine. Just, it's the really just about trust. Taken. It's just yeah, about yeah. trust. So I want to turn the page a little bit and talk about um, mandatory vaccination. So, uh, again, getting back to this conversation that that we had that we decided to re-record this episode we were talking at the time that we recorded it there was um some mandatory vaccinations but um i think literally like the next week um after we recorded it um the government mandated that all government federal government employees um um, get vaccinated or or basically eventually get fired. And then a lot of other um, private companies sort of follow suit, um, which, you know, you kind of have to do in in some aspects with with contracts and things like that. What do you guys think about mandatory vaccination? Some people argue that it's a little bit too far, that you are making a hot topic, partisan issue, super, you know, nuclear by making people get vaccinated which, you know, is un-American. So I'll just, I'll just start off. I, I, when I heard this, I was a little bit conflicted. And the reason is because I very strongly believe that people should have a choice to do what they want to with their body. The reason I'm conflicted about this is because I think that based on the evidence that is out there and uh, in terms of the vaccination, in terms of getting vaccinated, the, the chances of, of, uh, of transmitting the disease People cite that they're doing what's best for them and their family or whatever, but what's absent of that is doing what's best for your community. And there's no, there's no like connection there. You know what I mean? And so I don't know. I'm conflicted on how I feel about uh, like medical, uh, medical mandates. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not mandated for you to get a flu shot, you know, but uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? It's tough, man. It can, it can easily be a, a slippery slope. Like you're saying medical mandates, Uh, But we have that already in a lot of areas. You know, if you want to live in a dorm when you go to college, you got to get some shots. Yeah. You want to travel. Or go to school, period. Yeah. yeah. If you want to. Measles, mumps, whatever. I I forgot. Travel internationally to certain countries, Africa. You got to get some shots, you know. And what are they going to say? You're going to tell them, I I don't believe in that. They're going to be like, well, that's fine. You just can't go. That's all. You got to. You can't be around other people. Um, because they, they know what happens when, you know, you're unvaccinated and, and you have the ability to not only get sick, but then pass that on to other people. So, right. mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's tough for me. I don't have a, a hard and fast stance on it. What I can say is that, although I won't go into much detail, like my employer, uh, they mandated it and I was totally fine with that. Um, mm-hmm. but again, full disclosure, I'm, I'm, I'm vaccinated. I've been vaccinated for months now. 
And but I thought you were anti-vaxxer. Well, we that was, that those, are, those are, so. yeah, those were your words, <laughs> but I'm anti-vaxxer pro Florida. Is right. what we're gonna, I need to get a shirt that says that anti-vaxxer pro Florida <laughs> and transphobic. And it's, it's got like, the, it's got a picture of Florida going down and then a middle finger going up. <laughs> Something like that. But, um, yeah, so I, I it's tough. The, the mandate thing, I understand people want to get back to. Uh, a semblance of normalcy. I also understand there are people who are foregoing the vaccine just simply because of their employer's requirements to have it to like come back to work. So they're like, hey, if you, you want to come back on site, you've got to get vaccinated. And people are like, oh, ha, 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 I'm just not going to get vaccinated. <laughs> Surprise, bitch, you fired. Yeah. You know, and, and those types of things. Um, Oops. You know, I've uh, kind of to open it up just a little bit. I do want to give other folks a chance to talk about this. But, you know, I've seen some real kind of like questionable, you know, behavior, things like people pretending that they're vaccinated when they really aren't. Um, you know, I mean, can you imagine something like that? Somebody told you that they were vaccinated only to find out later that they were, in fact, not. And maybe somebody at that event contracted covid or that they got sick or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, like that kind of stuff is not cool. If you're listening to this right now, don't lie about your vaccine status. Like just I know, like, especially when you see like signs on doors that say like, hey, if you're not vaccinated, please wear a mask. People are like, oh, shit, if I wear a mask, people are going to know that I'm not vaccinated and I'm going to be like a pariah, a social pariah. So here's an idea. Get vaccinated. You can <laughs> just right. avoid or, that. Or just stay the fuck home. <laughs> right. But people are like, I shouldn't have to forego my life. Uh, just because I don't want to get vaccinated. And I, man, I could go on for a That's bunch about American this, but I will say shit right there, that, it's that individual, it, that individualistic versus the uh, collectivist society. But when people say that they're, they're just not really thinking about just the, uh, the effects of, of their actions um, and inaction as well. So I, I just think that there's, yeah. it's just not a good place to be. Yeah. My, um, uh, thoughts on vaccination and well, mandatory vaccination has has evolved <laughs> o- mm. over the last just based off of um just kind of personal stuff that's been going on. I am totally for mandatory uh, vaccinations. Um, just for some of the stuff that you guys are sp- saying, uh, especially mm. Julian, is just like well. You know, you know, people say, oh, I'm looking out for my family and what's best. Yeah. OK, whatever. But really what you should be sort of concentrating on is um, your community or hell, your your own family. Um, for me, you know, my my stance has, has been kind of hardened a, a, a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I know. I know uh, Warren wants to jump in uh, real quick. I just want to add something that you said that kind of stuck with me. I think of when people are so resistant to doing something like getting the vaccine, it just makes me feel like nobody in their life has been affected by this. And so it's not a big deal to them until it happens until, you know, somebody catches it, you know? And I think that's a sad state of affairs when that's our mentality. I just, I shake my head every time I hear, you know, Oh, they didn't want to get the vaccine. And then before you know it, it's like, yeah, he's on the, he's on his last days. Right. Well, that's why we're, dedicating this episode to uh herman cain so (laughs) (laughs) wow i i don't know write up a little intro for him (laughs) all right warren go for it man what you got to say manny i don't i don't know how i feel about mandatory vaccinations because i think i think the idea of mandatory vaccinations is like if we just say mandatory vaccinations that's too broad of a topic 
Mm. I think there are certain jobs that should be allowed to say you you have to be vaccinated to work here and we're going to fire you if you don't. I think there are also jobs that it would be okay if it was just mandatory vaccinations if you're going to be working on site. Mm. Uh, and we should probably get more used to doing Zoom meetings just like we've done over the past year more consistently so that people that can't come to work in a certain office or uh, it's better life-wise for that person to not come into the office, right? That that's acceptable and we can have more varied and interesting working situations. And, and this COVID thing is just helping us get to that point. Like I'm, I'm great with that. I think there are certain jobs where it should be re- it should be required for you to be trusting of the medical establishment to the point where you're okay with getting the vaccine. I think I think doctors and nurses are are within that, uh, and nurses or doctors being fired because they won't get the vaccine just makes a lot of sense to me. Have you? I, I feel like I've I've heard some stories of that of doctors and nurses not wanting to get the vaccine. Now I'm yeah. not I'm not. I don't have any people that are like I'm directly related to who are doctors and nurses that I can immediately think of. So I want to kind of throw that back to you, Warren. Like, what have you heard and what has been like the reasoning behind that? Like, how could a trusted medical professional who is administering vaccinations to others be like, but I'm not going to get it for myself? Like, what's what's the thinking there? You, you've got me. Uh, <laughs> I thought maybe you I maybe mean, heard something from like your mom or because I know that she's yeah. like the head of nursing. No, at yeah, my my mom was was like on the front lines at Johns Hopkins when this all went down. She was in like the the COVID command center. Yeah, you know, uh, as COVID was uh, first, you know, as we were first starting to understand what was going on, uh, and she was also she was also giving vaccines when the vaccines first came out. She's not doing that anymore, but you know. I got most of my information from her mm. as more information became available. And yeah, that information changed all the time because we learned new information new, all yeah. the time yeah. about this mm-hmm. vaccine. So I didn't ever think that it was like, oh, the medical establishment, you know, is, is lying to us. It's no, the medical establishment is learning a lot mm. right now. And you see that from all of the different things that are coming out. And so I just tried to stay in touch with the the newest understanding of of what was going on and update my actions accordingly but that's sort of a a tangent uh as far as the the medical community and and whether or not you know any particular person is going to get the vaccine i've heard i've heard crazy things from people that are nurses saying like oh yeah the vaccine makes you sterile uh or or like no i want to have kids so i'm not going to get the vaccine (laughs) what (laughs) Uh, (laughs) right uh that would be that would be front page news Mm -hmm. that would be every everyone in america would be talking about how these (laughs) 10 people like think about think about how sick how sick these what six people got and the johnson and johnson vaccine was absolutely no more uh even though it had been given to millions of people six people got sick and that vaccine was gone yeah and you think that that was headline news for like a week (laughs) that we're all like like, well, maybe it makes you sterile. No, we right. would we would absolutely know if this vaccine made 15 people sterile. <laughs> yeah. 
none of no one would have taken it after that point right like absolutely no one we would we would all know about it it would be on cnn abc nbc they would be making special news bulletins on on netflix about it you'd see it everywhere and you don't and there's a reason you don't. It's because it's, it's not safe. fucking true. It's <laughs> like so, a thing with Nicki Minaj and like saying her cousin's balls in Lars, like, like in, in Haiti or something. Like, don't you think you would have heard about that? Not like on Twitter, randomly some rap celebrity talking hey, about well, that. If she said it, it must be true. Right. So I don't want to like Don't come after us. Don't cancel us. But I do not know sad. how you, you work in the medical industry, yeah. especially as a nurse or a doctor, and don't feel comfortable getting the vaccine or are actively telling people not to get the vaccine. I, I, yeah, I, like I understand like eating at McDonald's and not or, or working at McDonald's and not eating there. I get that. <laughs> sure. But that's McDonald's. It's not the, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like it's I not mean, working you, in medicine. Yeah. You have to practice what, like you have to be in school, what, eight years? Minimum, like, can you imagine like a, do doc, a like a like a nurse and being like, like every time like, I give what? a vaccine, they're like, "Well, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> well, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. be doing that. Yeah. Better you than me." Be like, "What? Wait, what? Like, oh yeah, I'm not vaccinated." Be like, "Wait, you're not?" <laughs> like, yeah, you did. You didn't hear this shit makes you sterile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. It it doesn't make any sense to me. Talking about my profession specifically, there are a lot of TV shows that are now, you know, mandatory vaccination shows. Mm. But that to me is also okay because generally speaking, generally speaking, that happens uh, as the show's season is starting. So they're starting to hire people and mm. they're saying, by the way, we're only hiring vaccinated people. Mm. If you want to get the qualifications to be hired, Go get a vaccination. And people who want to work in the film industry are used to having to meet certain requirements. They're like, oh, they're not looking for this particular type of person. I guess uh, that's right. not me. But like, oh. Happens and, all uh, the time. So Happens all the time. Another I don't work on Asian shows because I'm not Asian. Right. Well, you Correct. were a ninja and daredevil that one time. Well, that's because they didn't have any more Asians. <laughs> they, ran, they ran out of Asians. They, they, they did. They didn't have any 5'11 Asians that are uh, like skinny 5'11 Asian people. So, <laughs> how about so that? I, All right, go back and watch why Daredevil. I doubled films. a, a Japanese well, Warren's in Warren's there flipping. Yeah, I'm I'm cutting That's off a dude's a foot in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm cutting off a dude's foot in the last episode of season two. Ouch. Uh, um, speaking dude, of the real quick, times. Jason, real quick, because yeah, no, I know this this made mm-hmm. it into uh, another episode that we recorded, but mm-hmm. I want to make sure it makes it into this one, which is. As you has mentioned that there have been a number of places that have mandated the vaccine, but then they've also things have changed a little bit since then. But they had also given people the option of regular testing. So it's mm-hmm. like if you don't want to get the vaccine, but you can get tested like every week yeah. um, and that will fulfill that requirement. Um, and then, of course, there are people being like, wait, what do you mean I got to get tested every week? And I remember Warren said something about how often or how frequently he's been COVID tested, like in the past year to 18 months and just wanted him to just share a little bit about those numbers and what that's been like. Yeah, so I've been tested probably about 150 times at this point. Like no exaggeration, uh, not like, a, you know, no it was really 15, but you're saying 150? <laughs> no, I had four last week. <laughs> that's Wait, so wild four, of me, dude. Hold on. Like I've been COVID One, tested, two. I think three, maybe four times total. You know, like before I travel and before I come back from a place. Yeah. Like when I came yeah. back from Mexico, obviously I got COVID tested 
Mm. Before I went to Florida, I got COVID tested, I think, when I came back, too. So, But when you say four times last week. Also, Jason, stop telling people that it's the most painful experience of their life. That shit hurt. (laughs) Like, first of all, the first time I ever had to do it. That's why people ain't getting the vaccine (laughs) or getting the COVID test and all this other shit. It's the most painful. That shot. They cut your arm off. (laughs) Two days. So. Julie, I don't know. Like, um, we, we all had to get COVID tested to to, to leave um, Cancun, obviously. So when I got mine, I don't know if the person was disgruntled or hated me. Uh, but I, I swear he, like, tickled my brain. But then I had it uh, because something happened. I had to, to, to get COVID tested again after the, the wedding. And then that one was fine. Like, it, was, it, it wasn't super painful. But the first one, uh, I, I was amazingly horrible. So there's there's two different uh, generally there's two different ways it's done. One is like a nasal pharyngeal test, which is the the one that feels like it's tickling the back of your throat, uh, and uh, the one that's just a nasal test. Um, most of my tests have been just nasal tests. I would say I've probably gotten twenty twenty five nasal pharyngeal tests. So um, generally speaking, generally speaking, it's not. It's not that bad. Now, the um, moral of the story is if you're about to start complaining about getting tested, don't go talk to Warren because he don't want to hear it. <laughs> I have I have no sympathy, no sorrow. <laughs> no it sorrow. Takes, like, cry me no, a river, then bottle the tears. We'll sell it them. It takes no time. I've got I've got two antigen like rapid antigen tests at home with me right now. I have like, some too, yeah. I had to pick them up. It's it's not a big deal. No. Just my son just did it to himself. He's a psycho. He was like, also, I don't want to do is, it. He wanted to go back to school so bad. It was weird. What we should be doing is getting uh, everyone like at home little spit tests so that even if they're like 70 to 80 percent accurate, if everyone, you know, that was going to work was was just doing a little spit test at the beginning of the day. And as long as it's clear, you go to work. And if it's not clear, you take a real test. Well, that would be that would be the way that we eradicate this thing. Uh, and yeah, no one people can be tell lying their asses off on that. That's what I'm saying. People can't help themselves. They, they, they can't help themselves. People lie about dumb shit. Uh, like they're gonna definitely yeah. lie about something that's mm. gonna affect them. I yeah. Sure, but I the fun thing about heard, that would be getting fired. Yeah, I've heard right? of that. I've certainly heard of. Oh, that. it's gonna happen. You're gonna say like I'm just disappointed. I've never seen one of these meltdowns. A, a it's COVID. gonna happen. I haven't seen one either. I don't need to see one. <laughs> Keep those people away from me. <laughs> I've been waiting, like I've been camera ready. I, I'm like, where is my meltdown? I never get my COVID vaccine meltdown. No. All right. Well, well to wrap this up, I think we should just say, sure, do your own research, but get vaccinated if you can. <laughs> and by do your own research, we actually mean talk to experts or or look up what the experts have been saying. Check out the studies. They all pretty much say you should get the vaccine, and no one's gonna be sterile just because they got the vaccine. So, yeah, sure, do your own research, but get the vaccine. And especially if you're black, please do it for us. (laughs) Do it for the culture. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Blacklight. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at BlacklightPod. That's Black, L-I-T-E, pod. If you have a topic, idea, or feedback you'd like to share with us, You can hit us up at blacklightpodcast at gmail.com.